I opened my mouth, and the fourth note of my song came out. If you think killing the lights for a ten-mile radius for three days was impressive, how about taking out nearly every window, including the one-hundred-year-old stained-glass ones of our church, in Cook, DuPage and Will counties? I guess we were just lucky that the glass was turned to dust and fell in place rather than become flying shards. The damage was estimated to be in the hundreds of millions, though. Think about all those skyscrapers in Chicago. I'm confident that Da, at least, put two and two together right then. Since Mom was right behind him, I have no doubt that she did as well. I don't know if they thought that they had a little demon on their hands or what, but I can tell you that they were more shocked with me at that point than sad about Liam. Now I was both angry and scared. I was still mad at God about Liam. I was angry at Da for trying to drag me into the church, and I was terrified at what I had just done. I knew it was me. While I didn't know the extent of the damage, I knew that I was the one that had ruined the lovely glass windows of the church. Have you ever seen the movie Carrie? That's what I think my parents believed that they might have on their hands right then. Da wanted to take me immediately to the priest for an exorcism. Mom would have none of that. That fight waited until we got home at least. I was already crying, and to see Da and Mom at odds made me cry all the much harder. When we got to the house, I lay down on the couch and cried quietly while my parents went into the kitchen. At some point, my curiosity overcame my fear, and I needed to find out what was going on with Mom and Da. While I may not be able to hear, I can tell when people are shouting. My parents were loudly discussing the situation, as they put it. I watched them and tried to follow the conversation until they saw me. At that point, Da put me in my room and told me to read or something until they came and got me. I almost refused. But the look on his face was enough to convince me that it might be a good idea to voluntarily go along with him. There was one thing I knew for sure: my parents loved me to the very fibre of their beings. While what had happened may have scared them, neither of them was going to allow anything bad to happen to me. Mum must have won the disagreement because things seemed to settle down. Da came and got me a little later for dinner. While we were all at the dinner table, Da and Mum both talked to me. Da wanted to know if I had anything to do with the windows. Ours were gone too. I told Da what I knew: that when I sang, things would happen. Da looked pretty confused by that. Mum was the one who asked, "Sweets, what do you mean when you sing?" Mum, when I open my mouth at times, there is a note against the music. I think the notes are all part of a song. Whenever I sing. Things happen. Now they were both confused, but I didn't know of any other way to explain it. I was tempted to see if I could sing another note to show them, but didn't want to cause any more trouble. Do you want me to sing so we can see what happens? Da and Mom looked at each other, and Da signed. Can you control whatever it is you're doing? I mean, if you sing, do you know what will happen? No, Da. I just sing the note, and things happen. Mom shook her head. Then I think it's best if you don't do any more of that singing. There's enough of a mess to clean up as it is. Okay, Mom. No more singing. I wish that had been a promise I knew I was going to be able to keep. But even as I signed it, I knew better. The song wasn't close to being finished, and I didn't own the song. It owned me. I think that my parents knew it too, but they had to try.